Hello and welcome to the Total Entertainment Podcast with me, Paul Collis. Today we're going to go over the supporting artists for Craig Davis 22 tour. And we're going to start off with looking at Nipper. So Nipper is a, is a British singer and released his debut EP, A Determined Effort to Bring Vintage R&B Back to the Forefront. It is easy to get lost in the void of music releases these days, particularly if you if you stray from the nation's trending sounds. The UK scene is dominated by rap acts, rightfully thriving in commercial appeal, but Nipper aims to make his voice heard through his newly released EP, featuring six tracks. Nipper's debut project is a remission statement straight out of North London. The focus is pure R&B, taking the essence back to the 90s and early 2000s with influences from Craig David, Brandy and Mystique Soulchild. Nipper significantly drew ears earlier this year with his track Situation, which lands on the EP alongside previous singles Ride or Die and Paid the Price. Wisely, Nipper finds a balance between butter-smooth vocals whilst whilst staying next door to subtle hip-hop elements. Above all, there is an organic aura in play. Nipper isn't bringing back Naughty's R&B for the sake of it, or mercilessly replicating the greats of the genre. The melodies are crisp, the hooks are memorable, and the production avoids getting lost in moody uh, moody solace. At this place, Nipper continued breaking through the ceiling and gave the UK R&B the spotlight it deserves. This came from mccheck.com. Is there anything else I can find? No, so that's all I can find on Nipper. So now let's take a look at Lost Girl. So with Lost Girl, yet again, um, I haven't been able to find much, but I found something on rmbrit.com. So introducing 20-year-old Lost Girl, he has released the first single, I Won't Give Up, bringing the hottest garage vibes to the UK music scene. So this was written on the 16th of March 2020. So last month, newcomer Lost Girl released her first single, I Won't Give Up, and this song provides listeners with serious summer vibes. Lost Girl first blew up in 2017 from her remarkable cover of Ying Bang's hit single, Rihanna, which has over 70,000 views. Since then, Lost Girl hasn't stopped continuing to write music and signing her first record deal with Iron Records last year. Lost Girl is from Berkshire and from a young age, she has always adored music. She was on her way to being the first member of her family who attended university to study law, but decided to put her studies on hold to focus on music. During this time, she gave fans covers of all her favourite tracks on social media and what a fantastic idea this was for building herself up. I Won't Give Up is is full of energy and you immediately go back to the 90s when listening to this song with its garage-inspired instrumental, I Won't Give Up, was produced by the talented Okan and is a song about not giving up on love. Lost Girl expresses throughout this, this song that her mister had made her forget about her problems since he entered her life. In his presence, she can solve all her problems. Lost Girl's special work, someone has returned to her after a year and she and she is still holding on that unique love as patience is a virtue. Since releasing I Won't Give Up, this single has been added to the UK Gossip R&B playlist on Spotify and also Kiss FM UK Kiss Fresh playlist, BBC Radio One Extra playlist and was voted as their record of the week. My 
my overall opinion on I Won't Give Up is that I love the song and the UK garage vibe. The song is fun and you cannot help but dance when you hear it. Lost Girl sounds incredible on this song. She has a silky voice that is gentle but extremely enjoyable. I have had I Won't Give Up on repeat since I first came across it and is definitely in my playlist. I'm excited for Lost Girl's future. I know she has a bright future ahead of her and it is well deserved. And this was written by The Cure and Laughter on rnbrit.com We haven't been able to find out too much about either Lost Girl or Nipper but I'm sure that their music will speak for itself. We'll be back after this. So not only does Master X Media have a series of podcasts but we also have a series of books. The first book is actually two books it's volume one and volume two of a tribute to working at sea the best fiction is based on truth this is a compilation of short stories rants and poems loosely based on the author's experience at working on a cruise ship some of these stories are based on actual events but highly exaggerated whilst other stories are pure fiction the title of the book a tribute to is fitting with the tone of the book because like a tribute act it is a blatant altered reality where you can enjoy it knowing it's not quite the truth. There are things of alcoholism which used to be highly prevalent within workers in the cruise industry as well as stories with a sexual nature. So sit down, relax and enjoy the ride of A Tribute to Working at Sea Volumes 1 and 2. All of these books are available on Amazon and are available in paperback and on Kindle and the links for all of these books are in the description below. And we're back. So Nipper was introduced to the stage and was and was given a red backing wash. And with that wash, that's all he had lighting-wise. Although it did change to a lilac wash on his last song. It was that. It was basic. It was simple. A little bit of face light, and it worked. It did his job. Personally, though, I thought that the bass on his track on his backing track. And it was back in track now as there was no band on stage with him but the bass and that was really really heavy and for the first two songs you could barely hear the vocals over the bass which is a shame really because at the bits that you could actually make out his lyrics and you could make out his vocals he actually had a good singing voice and a really good rapping voice but it was just consistently drowned out which unfortunately was a shame, but that's life. You can't always win sometimes. Also, one thing that I noticed uh, as well from, from Nippar was his confidence did lack a few times when he was addressing the audience. He would uh, be talking to the sides of the stage and not directly at the audience. Same with when he was rapping. He was rapping as he was walking from side to side of the stage but he didn't actually look into the crowd that often. But this is an experience thing, and he's fresh. He's a fresh artist, and it just comes as part of the territory. He just needs a bit more practice, because this is obviously his first actual tour, and he's got a lot of potential. He just needs to believe a bit more in himself and uh, rap out and sing out to the audience when he's uh, doing his tracks. It's just an experience thing and 
even though he is a bit on the inexperienced side, he definitely has potential to become a big star. From his uh, music genre of 90s R&B, it worked. It did work. There is still a market for it. But it was a bit unfortunate that he only had a uh, short 15 minute set and he didn't get the uh, round of applause that he uh, should have got. But that, yet again, is because a lot of the audience, when I was walking around the venue, did feel like he was drowned out. And there's not much you can do about that. If you're drowned out, you're drowned out. Your lyrics, your message is not going to come across. It just isn't. And on his final song, When the Lights Changed, halfway through, he jumped down from the stage onto the bass bins and then into the pit and he was singing directly to the ladies in the front row. And it worked. It was good that he did that. He tried something different. But ultimately, he just didn't get the round of applause that he should have actually got. Which is a pity. It's just sometimes how it goes. Although he did get a good introduction. He did get a round of applause as he came onto the stage. And he did get a bit of an applause in between songs. But yet again, he could have got much more of an applause between songs and at the end of the set had people been able to hear him over the bass. Okay, so moving on to our second support and that was Lost Girl. So she came on in the blackout and as soon as her DJ started, she started to sing with her smooth voice as what was described in the uh, bit of info that I managed to dig out on her. And wow. She has definitely got a voice on her. Her first song was a medley of mid-1990s to early 2000s uh, garage tracks. And yeah, even though they weren't the actual tracks, they were her own versions of them where she reworked them to be a nice mellow beat going in and out and segueing into the next one with sections of the songs, not obviously full songs. but. It was refreshing to hear it done in a different way and sung with with her uh, superior voice and I'm going to say that throughout because she's got a really really great set of vocals on her and it's just undeniable she was really good. Now sound wise for her entire set you could hear her properly so when you compare her tracks to uh, Nipper I believe it wasn't down to the sound engineer I believe that Nipper's tracks were just loaded with bass and there's not much the sound engineer could have done because it was the same sound engineer he was mixing Lost Girl. She just wasn't overpowered by the bass. Even though that sound system was very powerful, it wasn't actually in overdrive. Even with Nipper, it wasn't for in overdrive. As I said, it was to it was down to the, uh, the massive amount of bass on the track. But with Lost Girl, you could tell that her, well, with Lost Girl, she had the same lighting setup as Nipper did. So red, a little bit of amber, and the lilacs as well. So absolute basic lighting because they're keeping everything held back for Craig David and rightly so because it is his stage. And yeah, she had a stage presence around her as well. Every dance move was, was full throttle. And we weren't talking about going all full, full out you know doing massive fast dance moves no she was dancing in beats with her at tracks and 
it was very well choreographed. Everything that she did was very well choreographed. From shaking herself down to the audience, uh, when she's singing directly to the audience, she's getting lower and lower in certain places, to uh, the dance moves and, go, and walking from side to side to the stage and directly addressing the audience with her dance moves as well as her vocals. And I really do feel like Lost Girl will definitely, definitely go far in this industry. I mean, she has such an awesome stage presence and I'm sure along with her vocal ability and with her musical ability from making her own tracks that she would definitely, definitely stay in the public conscious for quite some time. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, please hit like, subscribe and share. And if you haven't already done so, why not check out our website? That is www.masterxmedia.info and we shall catch you next time. Bye for now.